Welcome to Investor Insights, the wealth management podcast where we address investor needs, help you enhance your financial situation, and explore all parts of a person's financial life. And now, the host of Investor Insights, Mike Williams. Hey there, it's Mike Williams, and welcome back to Investor Insights, the podcast from Genesis. Uh, Listen, today uh, we're going to call this episode The Bigger Waves. Uh, and, and what I'd like you to do is is kind of sit back and relax for a second and stop the noise that uh, kind of goes in our brain constantly given the media and info overload that we suffer through these days. Uh, just just sit back and quiet your mind for a bit and, and think about some of the things I'm going to say that the theme bigger waves is, is kind of intended to help us understand as investors that often we need to realize there is something larger at work um, uh, that is going to overpower and uh, control uh, in the end game the events of today, if you will. Um, so, so listen, here we are uh, coming towards the end of July, edge of August, by the way, the August in the in the market world and the stock market investing world is the haziest month of all. I always joke about it because if you didn't go on vacation or get to the beach uh, in June or July, you're certainly going to do it in August (laughs) Uh, because uh, very shortly thereafter, we're back to the rat race. So anyway, I hope all of you are enjoying your summer vacation. I hope you're having a great time with family and friends. I uh, think we've had a couple of days in the 90s here in Chicago. Not sure we've had summer yet, but uh, just this morning when I went to work, it was 67 degrees, kind of odd for late July and um, in Chicago. I guess that's the global warming problem that we're suffering through. Listen, so what do I mean by bigger things? I, I'm going to take you back to a story of when I was a kid. I raced uh, ocean racing sailboats. I started out uh, small on the Sunfish. If anybody listening is um, a sailor, you'll know those small little Sunfish boats. We we had regattas on the weekends at local yacht clubs. There were hundreds of Sunfish, brightly colored sails, all one-man boats, uh, kind of starter sailboats in the competition business. You know, we stayed in the harbor close to the docks, and the races were fun. We had two or three a weekend, and the winner got trophies. I always loved it. I, I, I'm not trying to brag, but I excelled at sailing and racing and soon progressed to uh, Hobie 18s, the fastest catamaran, and went to a two-man crew. Uh, the boats got much faster. The courses got much bigger. And we were now well out into the harbors, uh, far away from uh, shore, but certainly you could still see it. Um, And the the courses were much longer, and the races went on for quite a bit longer, even though the boats were much faster. You know, then I moved on to the 50-footers where we ocean raced, uh, sailing in darkness, nightfall, night watches. You know, there was no land in sight often for lengthy periods of time. Um... 
And that's when I began to learn that um, there were much bigger things than what you might imagine when you're sailing close to shore. Uh, you know, I kind of learned that, you know, when we were launching the Sunfishes and the, and the Hobies into the race days, uh, we'd, we'd get to the beaches and we'd literally walk them out into the surf and we'd feel the waves. I could look down and see the waves lap against my feet and shins and the world seemed great. And uh, what I learned though out in the middle of the ocean in total darkness is that you can either look down at your feet and see small waves or you can look way out to the horizon and get a sense of something much bigger, bigger waves, things that maybe a lot of people don't look towards, maybe too many stay too close to shore. Um, so, so as I learned to see bigger things, I learned that, you know, that ocean is gigantic. <laughs> uh, I remember one night uh, I was alone on, on night watch. We were on a reach toward Miami in a lengthy race the course was four laps and it was hundreds and hundreds of miles per lap. You know, no lights were out except the dashboard and the stars. Uh, had a little bit of moonlight, but it wasn't a full moon. No sound except the wind and the waves lapping against the boat. No land anywhere in sight. Imagine uh, I, I, I had never had the experience of seeing a horizon that you couldn't see, uh, interestingly enough. Uh, and when there's no land and no lights on shore, there is no horizon. Uh, quite spooky, but interesting. Um, it dawned on me early that morning that we were so small on our own, but as a group, as a population, we're, we're more of one big tapestry, I suppose, all weaved together with a, a purpose. In one particular squall we got caught in, it was a big storm. I, I realized that the small waves I remember lapping on my feet in the harbors I sailed in on that little sunfish were tiny indeed after all, far smaller than I ever imagined given the waves we were trying to fight through. While events were terrifying at the time, I, I felt this strange calmness as the crew and I focused on staying into the wind and the waves and surviving the night. Uh, even though it was perilous, it was awfully quiet, it seemed. When the sun rose, I, I have to tell you, I was never able to return to the perspectives I had prior to the storm. You know, when you, when you stretch your mind to edges of even survival in this case, you begin to put things in different perspectives. You know, those small waves really did indeed seem small now. And I understood the purpose and the uh, idea and ultimately the benefit of paying attention to bigger waves. Again, the theme of today's podcast. So what's the point? Well, I think the point is we can choose as investors uh, to decide how we think things look, if you will. We can, we can watch the small waves right in front of us and fret over the water lapping at our feet, or we can look up and gaze well over the vast ocean of opportunity we live in, and even more vast blessings that are 
all in our own hands, in our own minds, in our own lives. It's said that the wealthiest places on earth are the graveyards holding all those who never look past those small waves rolling against their toes. It's said they, they left this place with all the greatness still inside, all the dreams, all the goals, left for all of us remaining to wonder about. Imagine that. Imagine how many things never really got birthed because we paid attention to the smaller waves. Markets and news tend to make us do the same thing. They tend to force us to focus on the water lapping at our toes, those immediate events, the small waves close into the harbor. The noise makes us think all of that is important. Instead of the ocean, the bigger picture, the one with no land in sight, that's where our minds need to be. That's where we find the opportunities. The latest events are great examples. You know, the news media has been fretting over Greece for years, <laughs> years. Their GDP for the world to create carnage over is all of $250 billion a year. Big number indeed. Until, for example, you think of Apple. And in their latest quarter of earnings reports, they noted that they have $203 billion in cash on their balance sheet. Just their cash. Nothing else, not their sales, just their cash is nearly 80% of what Greece produces in a year. So think about that. Yes, Greece is a $250 billion economy. Lots of olives, but a small wave in the grander scheme of things. So think about this for a second. Today, three of the top 10 largest cap companies on the stock exchange are all driven by kids. Companies, mind you, that did not even remotely exist in the same sense even 20 years ago. Apple, Facebook, and Google, even today we might add Amazon to that, are all the new world. Yet they're some of the largest companies in the world already. They are that big ocean. Too many, too many investors are still too close in. They're focusing on their feet and the small waves lapping against them on the shore. They might venture out into the harbor, but are they really seeing the big picture? For sure, the last 30 years have been a huge eye-opener. They're, they're filled with troubles, loss, despair, the lowest of lows, unthinkable carnage, 9-11, terrorism, wars, and untold numbers of political problems and economic deceit. All of that, who would have ever imagined all the disasters, all the natural disasters thrown in, the, the tidal waves, the surges, the tsunamis, the earthquakes, tornadoes, costing hundreds of thousands of lives over the world over that span of time. <clears throat> who would ever think of the thousands of others who would bravely volunteer to pay the ultimate price 
for all of us to be able to sit back here and decide how we're going to choose. Are we going to focus on the, the little waves or the big waves? Indeed, it has all unfolded. But something else has unfolded over the last 30 years as well. In all that mess and despair, the menagerie of problems seemingly coming one after another, we've created a whole new world, a standard of living, technologies, businesses, sciences, medical breakthroughs, and levels of overall wealth that could not have possibly been comprehended before this 30 years. But here's the bigger wave, the biggest wave ever. 1985 to 2005, 100 million kids were born here in the United States. Those 100 million kids taught us how to make Google, Facebook, and Apple three of the largest companies on earth. And we did not even know we were doing it. It just happened because of that huge wave. The biggest wave of all, they haven't even started yet. Those hundred million kids are going to grow up no matter what happens in Greece or anywhere else for that matter. Whether we like it or not, they are going to become adults. They are going to rent, buy, and expand. And eventually, they too will build their own next generation. They're going to build things that we cannot possibly imagine in the next 30 years, just like the last 30 years have created their own elements we couldn't have imagined beforehand. Are we ready for it? We won't be if we focus on the small waves, if we stare at our feet and watch those waves coming to shore, hitting our feet and toes and shins, we won't be ready. We will not be ready if we fret over the water lapping in our feet. The analogy, if we pay, pay attention to all the media little headlines that hit us each day, if we pay attention to those things, we will not be ready or benefit from this massive wave coming at us. It's the biggest thing the United States economy has ever seen, and yet very few are even talking about it. We must, as investors, hold our heads up, take in the entire horizon, even if and especially when there is no land for as far as the eye can see. We must set our minds on the bigger picture. The future is more vast and filled with more opportunity than we can possibly imagine. Imagine you and I sitting together in the early 80s and deciding that the iPhone would exist. Or anything like the technologies we see. Mobile phones to begin with. Think about that. It would have been absurd. Can you imagine what we will call, gee, that would have been absurd 30 years from now? The pace of change will only quicken because of the biggest wave of all. Gen Y, 100 million kids, will force their way into our economies and change the world as we know it. Look, we can all easily describe the terrible problems we've suffered over the last 30 years. The bigger wave, however, was this simple fact 
while all the garbage was unfolding, while all of those fears, as real as they were, were being etched into our minds, flooding our life with emotions, the market, the Dow, went from 970 to 18,000. Now here's the kicker. The next 30 years is going to look a great deal like the last 30 years. We will have tons of problems. Tons. Things we can't even imagine will probably un unfold. Multiple events that will seem the worst we'd ever witnessed. However, this is also likely to happen. Using the very same parameters, the same rates of returns, quote, suffered through since the early 80s, would take the Dow to 220,000 30 years from now. Can you imagine how big that ocean is? So here it is. Stop fretting over the small waves. A hundred million kids are going to change the world. And nothing we fret over will stop that from happening. So stop the fretting. Embrace the huge opportunities ahead. Let that change occur. Swim out and catch that wave. So let's celebrate that during our summer outing. Okay? And listen, if you would like a copy of this uh, script of today's uh, text in, uh, in this uh, podcast, let me give you a, um, a number that you can text to. And interestingly enough, you will find that if you will text uh, bigger waves, all one word, if you'll text bigger waves, B-I-G-G-E-R-W-A-V-E-S, all one word, bigger waves, text that to 33444. And I will automatically send you back a nice PDF of the script of today's broadcast. And again, we hope that you've enjoyed it. We hope this has added some pictorial value to your mind and thoughts and the opportunities that are coming at us. So celebrate the rest of your summer. Celebrate your time the rest of this month. Have fun with family and friends. Stay safe. And until we meet again, may your journey be grand and your legacy significant.